selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Building about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Uh, just another day in Selling from the Heart paradise, Daryl Amy. What's happening with you, man? All kinds of things. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's Selling from the Heart paradise and uh, hey, you like that? pain in the background. <laughs> so <laughs> I, as uh, many of you know, I've been training here uh, to, to in April, head up to Mount Everest base camp. My word of the year is endurance. And uh, well, you went, you went all out this year. You went all let out. Let me just Darryl. say, Larry, I, oh, yeah, if, uh, if, if, if you want to develop endurance, uh, start <laughs> training for uh, Mount Everest base camp, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know what, this is, uh, this is a year where so many people in the selling from the heart community are, are digging deep and developing themselves in so many different ways. Quite frankly, it's just, it's inspiring to see what's happening inside the insiders group and the community of selling from the heart uh, professionals and leaders all over the world. And it's so fun right now to, to just be a part of it. Yeah, it, it was, it's so, it, it's so refreshing to look back into this past year in 2021 was a huge growth year for selling from the heart. I always say, you know, people are rising up and saying, I'm taking a stance. Authenticity must be placed on the business forefront. Heart, sincerity, and substance is the game changer in 2022, Daryl. There's no question. It's always been that way, but I think it's that way more than ever. And, you know, sometimes it can be a real struggle to find other peers, uh, maybe in your own bullpen, or if if you're like so many people now working uh, remotely in your home office, uh, or even just out on the road or in the field, trying to find peers that buy into the same values uh, of selling from the heart that are are like-hearted, as we say, that can be a real challenge. And that is one of the reasons we put together the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. It's just, uh, it's been so cool just to see the community come together. And I think this is a great place for sales professionals and those sales leaders who want community, who want to mastermind with like-minded people and get to know each other and build from there. It's been, it's been awesome to see this thing grow, Daryl. It's fantastic. And if you want to come hang out with us, uh, there's two ways you can do it. You can go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. That's sellingfromtheheart.net <laughs> slash insiders. And uh, you can actually become a member for 30 days on the house, absolutely free. Um, or you can get a free pass to one of our up close and personal events. And we've got some incredible people that we'll be hanging out with this spring. Sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders to learn more. And uh, we hope we'll see you in there. Well, when it comes to authenticity, when it comes to heart, and when it comes to uh, being bringing all of that to leadership, I can't think of anybody better to have that conversation today than our friend Bill. Why don't you introduce Bill Zip and let's dive in, Larry. 
like he hasn't heard it before, we're going to zip right into this here in a moment. <laughs> but we have fun here, Bill. So it's been That's great. a new joke. I, I've never heard <laughs> it's so bad, but it's, uh, my apologies. But it's I thought of it real quick off the top of my head. I've enjoyed getting to know Bill. Bill Zips is a great guy. Just a special shout out to Candace Horton because I met Bill years ago through a mutual acquaintance, Candace Horton. He's like-minded. He's like-hearted. We're just going to dive right into this. Bill Zip, welcome to Selling from the Heart. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Good to be chatting with you guys. Uh, we're going to have a fantastic conversation today. And Bill, you know the way uh, every Selling from the Heart conversation and episode right. begins. And that's with the question, Bill, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Well, my answer is a little different maybe than some of the other guests because I don't work directly with salespeople. Uh, my focus is on sales leaders and sales managers. So my definition of selling from the heart is quite simply this, put uh, passion before process, put passion before process. I've discovered that most sales leaders are interested in the next uh, sales secret, how they can uh, make a little bit more money. And, and although sales secrets are fine and sales process are fine, the key to execution of this is passion. And lighting the fire of passion in the soul of your sellers will always outperform uh, process. So when you put passion before profit, process, you lead from the inside out, you light the fires and motivate sellers. They'll run through brick walls for you if you do that. And uh, that's in, in my world and in my universe, uh, what it means to be uh, to sell from the heart. Oh, well, th this is so good. You know, I, I quite often I'll use this term, Bill, just give a rip, just yeah. give a rip, you know, in, in the sales world is give a rip about your clients and your future clients right. as sales leaders and sales managers. It's about, you know, leaning in and giving a rip about your sales team. Right. But I, I want to see, you know, before we dive into to the podcast, use the word passion. If we can yes. just peel this back for a little bit is walk us through. I mean, I, I love that you use the word passion, but some people are going to go, okay, great. You know, I understand it, but help me understand in the context sure. of what you're saying, this walk through passion, describe yeah. that. And how does that look like through the lens? I think, of I think there are three things to it. I think uh, uh, who and why and, uh, and uh, where. Those are the three things that I think make up passion. First is who. Your salespeople have to trust you. Your salespeople have to feel like there is a connection with you. Their passion will be completely destroyed if they don't feel like, like you said, you give a rip. They don't feel like you care. So it starts with who and, and making sure you're the kind of leader that really cares for your salespeople. That, that's the first thing. The second thing is why we need to understand the deep motivational drivers of our salespeople. So we, we need to know their why, because their why is what lights the fire of passion. And their why may not be my why, but um, uh, uh, I need to know their why. And I need to know how to, uh, how to pour gas on that flame, mm -hmm. uh, on that spark that is there, and let their why. And then where is creating the kind of place where people love to work, creating culture, a winning sales culture where people love to come to work, find other people who love to come to work. And you combine and you intersect all those three lines and you're going to see this, this 
intensity, this drive, this this passion for sales that will end up uh, and result in the in a world class performance. Oh, beautiful! I think it's so well said, and and it really dovetails nicely with today's conversation, which is yeah. about healthy sales cultures and. Uh, you've put together the ultimate sales managers playbook, by the way, thank yeah. you for that. And everybody listening yeah. in, you want to <laughs> grab a copy of Bill's book, the ultimate sales managers playbook. And you talk in there about healthy sales cultures as we get started. Yeah. Um, let, let's just, let's paint a picture uh, of a, a, a healthy right. sales culture by starting with an unhealthy sales culture. I think we've yeah. all seen them, but what are some, some, uh, attributes of an unhealthy Sales culture. So an unhealthy sales culture presses the more button and they're always pressing the more button, more meetings, more deals, more headcount, um, uh, more outbound calls. The un un unhealthy sales culture is always pressing the more button and it's never enough. That's an unhealthy sales culture. But the thing about it is the more button, it doesn't work. The more button, especially in the last year or so, more and more and more, it doesn't work. The more button is broken. And what you have to learn is how to press the Y button. And when you press the Y button, you light these, uh, this inner motivation, you connect with people personally, and you create this culture. So an unhealthy culture outside in, more and more and more and more and more, more. And healthy culture inside out with those three things I mentioned, the who, the why, and the where. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love this. And, and as I was listening to what you're saying about the unhealthy sales culture, because I, I, I w I'd love to go back to this, is there's two G words that just come to me when I hear more, more, more. And I'd be curious what you have to say about the grit and grind society, because it's, right. it's, it's ever so present everywhere is more, more, more is grit. You got to grit it out. You got to grind right. it out. You got to This is how you're going to grow more grit and grind and grow. What's your thought on that? Well, I, you know, there are times when we do have to work hard, right? There's two times where we, we have to grit. We have to do some grinding. Um, hard work is part of, of the sales work, but it, need, it needs to come out of a place of strategy where we're not just, uh, we're just not making 100 more calls. We're, we're, we're being smarter with it. We're being more attuned to uh, the needs of the people we're calling. And so I, I don't want to undermine hard work. And there are times where I've, I've made the calls because I had to make the calls because I set that goal for the week and it's, it's turned out okay. But uh, what you want this to do is, uh, is, is to come out of a, a heart that uh, really genuinely cares for the client and for the sales manager, a heart that genuinely cares for uh, the, the health and the vitality of the people you lead. Mm, yeah. And this is, uh, this is really, really, um, well, first of all, it's unique, right? I mean, when right. you describe <laughs> the unhealthy sales culture, I just, you know, I, I disassociated from it. I had some flashbacks. I had massive I think flashbacks. we all have <laughs> listening into this, um, because yeah. yeah, that, that message of more and more and more, of course, everybody wants more all, sure. all salespeople want. I want to sell more than I did this, this year than I did right. last year. Um, and all of that, but that mindset of, of more, and it's never enough. What effect right. does that have on salespeople? 
Well, I think I know, more. but I'm curious. It, what it doesn't say. work. So the more <laughs> button is broken. Let, let me draw, draw another analogy. Mm-hmm. There are two reasons people will run really, really fast. Mm-hmm. To get away from a barking dog and to win a gold medal. Only one of those reasons is sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's the gold medal. Mm-hmm. See, if I'm getting away from a barking dog, a manager that is going more, 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 I know that dog has a chain on it. And one day, boom, the chain will stop and I don't have to run anymore. <laughs> I'm a Jerry uh, cartoon flashbacks yeah. now. That's great. Right? Yeah, so, absolutely. See, the barking dog doesn't work because I ignore the barking or the dog has a chain on it or I just right. move to another neighborhood yep. um, with salespeople moving around all the time. The bar, I could, I, I might run fast for a quarter or two for a barking dog, but after the while I give up, I will run for the rest of my life to win a gold medal mm. and finding the gold medals in a person's life, their own personal why, the why of the company, the, the, the culture why that that's what works. The, the more culture doesn't work. The barking dogs don't work. And the clients I work with have not had to yield. Uh, some of the clients I work with uh, double and triple top line revenue in the course of my working with them. And they haven't been had to yield on that uh, be, uh, because they've, they've made, made uh, their gold medals uh, the motivation for selling, not barking dogs. <laughs> I, I think this is this is so powerful on so many different levels. A sales culture, a healthy sales culture. You yeah. said it. It begins with the why button instead of the more button. Yes. Unpack that for us a little bit more, if you would, about about right. what you see in in healthy. Well, sales. there there are four there are four reasons why people sell. They sell for fortune, fame, freedom, and family. Mm-hmm. And um. Uh, and and it's, it's really discovering why your sellers want to sell. Some sell for fortune. It's entirely a money transaction, but most salespeople don't. It's it's what the money means. And so fame is what I mean: the significance and the and the uh, affirmation and the and the status that comes. Or it's what the money allows them to do, which is to have freedom and to support their family and achieve some of their family goals. Why sales managers will try to uncover, is it fortune, fame, freedom, or family? And find out that deep inner why that drives and motivates your salesperson and then pull that lever and push that button. That's the why button. And uncovering their deep why, fortune, fame, freedom, and family, and then pouring gas on that fire and pushing that button and pulling that lever, that salesperson, like I said earlier, will run through brick walls for the manager that does that. Oh, this is so good, Daryl. By the way, those Fs are music to your ears. I know they are because I saw it in your eyes. But um, alliteration. He's an alliteration freak. Well, salespeople can't remember it unless it's (laughs) (laughs) where you know these four Fs, where do you see this now that we're in, you know, we have been for a while in these multi-generational workforces? Where do you see the those four Fs in 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 order? Maybe not sure. in order play out from no, no, the no. young and tenure to middle to someone I'll, I'll who's mature into there. Yeah, I'll tell my story. When I got started in sales, I had, you know, uh, debts to pay off. I had a beginning with the family thinking that we had kids, but we're thinking about college and a house. And so fortune was it was it was really, really high on my radar. 
And I made more money in sales than I ever thought was possible. <laughs> it's surprising, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we caught up a little bit and uh, we, we set up something, caught up a little bit, paid off some debt, got a nice, and then we started, and then things can sometimes shift. And so you'll see kids new in the workforce where fortune and freedom are really high, making lots of money and going on vacation. Great. It's great. Um, uh, you want to try a direct line, tie a direct line of sight from, from sales activity to that, right? How do we do that via hitting goal and making club and all? And so, so, and then sometimes it, sometimes it shifts and, and fortune stays in the mix, but often maybe uh, the goals with marriage and children or us with aging parents and being able to support them, family takes a different shift. And so they're not static these shift. And so a wise sales manager will stay close with their uh, sales reps and understand what's going on in their life and uh, help them achieve those goals. And it's beautiful that 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 culture, you just see that culture flowing through to a healthy sales team and how they interact with their clients as well. Right. So there, you know, the unhealthy sales team is, is pushing the money button. Hey, it's the end of the month, mm-hmm. end of the quarter, end of the day, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and, and hammering buyers to try to, you know, right. get decisions. Um, right. Whereas a, as a healthy salesperson is going to understand the actual outcomes, personal and right. business that, that, that their uh, buyers right. and influencers have. And, and that, you know, we wonder <laughs> it's, I'm just light bulbs are coming on here, right? You wonder why you go to a, a meeting and go, hey, you know, we really need to get to know our clients and understand their motivations at the same time that we have sales leaders just hammering, you know, money, button, <laughs> right. money, button. I see right. like Jim Cramer right. pounding on buttons. Right. right. And, or, um, or, or what's that, uh, what's that Saturday night life? More cowbells. That's right. More, <laughs> more, cowbell, more cowbell, right? cowbells. And it, more cowbells don't make, don't make for a good song. And no, so, uh, so if you do it differently, you still achieve and, a sale that stays sold, a sale that develops some referrals because people are more than happy to introduce you to other people they know. It's just a different way of doing sales that works. You are in a, a time now where you talk to a lot of sales managers and you look at the data and the surveys with um, turnover and um, right. you know people leaving and all of that. How much of that do you think is attributable to unhealthy sales cultures? Well, uh, what we know about turnover is uh, turnover occurs an overwhelming amount uh, because of manager. And this is why I actually got into working when I started my consulting practice almost 20 years ago. I began to observe this phenomenon that extremely, extremely talented, gifted, uh, effective salespeople every couple of years would move. And, uh, and I, I started, I asked why, I was, do you know why they moved? Their manager. They moved because of their manager. So I decided I'm going to solve that problem. Uh, cause I believe that every salesperson deserves a great sales manager. So that's what I've been on a quest to solve that problem, to help have great sales managers so that salespeople can thrive. And they don't feel like they have to skip jobs every two years. This just brings up the whole. I'm having uh, flashbacks. I could tell Larry. Larry may need a moment after this oh. podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
we'll have to uh, we'll have to get you hooked up with one of the uh, selling from the heart uh, coaches, Larry, to process <laughs> that. But you know, it's, um, it's or maybe it, some deeper therapy. I mean, yeah, or maybe it may it may take uh, it may take some more the 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 uh, that's a whole other uh, set of episodes actually that we've been having right now. And you look at mental health in sales and the you know abysmal i mean it's it's bad um you know especially in the middle of the stress the last couple of years this is something we're very very passionate about as selling from the heart and and once again how much of that is exacerbated by um toxic unhealthy cultures created by managers only pressing the more button um absolutely i mean Absolutely. And managers themselves being pressured themselves. Uh, um, Most sales managers are good, decent human beings. Mm -hmm. No one taught them how to lead. They Mm -hmm. were a top seller on their team and made eye contact one day. And now they're the sales manager. So (laughs) (laughs) that's how I became a sales manager. Yeah, I was me at 24. Uh, I I had no idea what I was doing. I, I I will tell you this, Bill. I did it for one year and it was yeah. the worst year of my life. I it's, said, just throw hard. me back into sales. <laughs> no, it's hard. And so, so I'm not wanting to dump on sales managers. They've not been taught how to lead. Right. And, uh, and so, but it takes some time to learn how to lead, especially frontline sales. It's a very up close and personal. It's a very, very human endeavor. You have these people's lives in your hands. And so learning how to do that well and dealing with your own emotional uh, stuff is, is really, I think, a lifetime of learning. So you know, we have a wide variety. We have from sales professionals to sales managers to sales yeah. leaders who listen to the podcast you know, all sure. over the place. If we could just move this upstream just one notch, Bill, if, sure. if, you're, if you're speaking to a group of sales leaders – yeah. In 2022, coach us through three things that, that you would speak directly at them that they could immediately work on to help their sales managers to become more people centric right. and heart centric as opposed to always hitting the more button. Well, I think the first thing to do is teach your sales leaders how to develop trust. Trust comes through three things your character the kind of person you are personally, your competence, how well you do your job, and then chemistry. How deeply are you able to connect with the people? So I think uh, senior sales leaders, uh, CROs, uh, head of sales, need to really invest in their sales managers to teach them that uh, they are people they can trust. Trust in their character, trust in their professional competence and their chemistry. So that's really, really, uh, that is the foundation. Trust is the oxygen of all relationships and it must be, it must be nurtured and it, it must be honored. And so it starts with trust. That, that's the first thing I think is so critically important. I think the second thing that's important is teaching uh, sales managers how to be coaches uh, rather than driving their salespeople how to come alongside and help them get better every day. Teach them how to be sales coaches. And the whole middle part of my book is on coaching, on sales coaching, and, and coming alongside and really being that, that, that person who, who draws out and nurtures uh, sales excellence. 
And I think the third thing is, and it's in the latter part of my book, but it's about, you know, not everyone should be a sales manager. And so let's stop throwing people in the jobs for which they're not well equipped. But we need we need to have a a path to uh, success that doesn't always involve going through the leadership pipeline. Now, there are those who are gifted and 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 can do this trust and this coaching and all, but others who aren't. So let them continue to sell with with no uh, shame attached. And I have a little assessment that folk can take in the book to describe sales manager or individual contributor and, and sifting that out just instead of just throwing people to the dog, so to speak, uh, and expecting them to do well. So those are a few things I would advise uh, to to senior sales leaders, heads of sales, CROs, and so forth. You know, it's interesting. That's such great advice. And, and the, you know, a lot of times you just, in the sales world, you start talking about soft skills, people skills. Yeah. You go, oh, they're just soft skills. Yeah, I'll get around to that. That's nice. Or maybe right. even to the point where that is, now those are, those are in the way of the hard skills. But you start calculating the cost of turnover and you actually add up the cost of an unhealthy sales culture. And you start to really quickly realize what we say a lot around uh, selling from the heart is soft skills yield hard dollars. Like this is a big deal. No, turnover is one and a half times annual. So if, if you got sellers on $125,000 a year, one and a half times annual, 10 leave a year, there's a million dollars, million and a half dollars. I mean, come on. Big money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> and not to mention the open seat. While it, mm-hmm. while it while it's there, you have an open seat, and so you miss quota, and then the time takes to ramp up a new seller, which uh, could be as mu- as much as six or nine months. And so, please, there there are no soft skills in this very human endeavor, uh, and uh, we need to really rethink all that because, in my personal opinion, it's ridiculous. And, and hey, Daryl, just just real quick, God, this is so good. Mm-hmm. Is sometimes the answer is not hire more salespeople, right? It's right. make the salespeople that you have better. Yes, no, uh, and we can't anymore. There are not enough people out there to hire, and so every organization I'm working with right now is down sellers, and they can't find them. Less than ten percent of the population has the natural DNA to sell any kind of sell, from an enterprise sale to a one-call close. Less than ten percent of the population. So the war for talent is real. We're all looking at that ten percent and trying to get them into our sales organizations. It's not going to happen. And so productivity per rep now becomes a critical metric. Well, who drives productivity per rep? The sales manager. Yep. And uh, so if you help people, you help them get better, you help them excel, your productivity per rep uh, can get you where uh, more headcount can't. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is, uh, this is an incredibly powerful conversation. And I know everybody that's listening in is going to want to get a copy of the book. Um, how, can they get, how can they get more Bill Zip? I mean, this is fantastic stuff. All right. So the book's on Amazon, so it's not hard to... Find Bill Zip. The ultimate sales manager's <laughs> playbook, playbook right there. Just go to Amazon, Bill Zip. Um, I just launched a YouTube channel. And uh, seven, seven Secrets to Sales Motivation is there. Bill Zip on sales and leadership. You go to the YouTube channel and there's a, the seven uh, videos out there and more will come. 
Uh, but the book and the videos and BillZip.com. I mean, I, I, I was blessed with a, a weird name, but just go to <laughs> BillZip.com. You can get the book. You can watch the videos. You can see everything you need. Just it's two P's, two L's, two P's. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes as well. Bill, thank you so much for sharing time with us today. This, this oh, conversation. This has, been, this has been good stuff. Fantastic. Thanks, gentlemen. Awesome. Awesome. What oh. a valuable conversation for everybody listening in. I mean, this, this concept of healthy sales culture, the culture word is, uh, is something that I think is, is um, long overdue in the sales profession. And I love this, this conversation around how do we create a healthy sales culture? This is bringing authenticity to leadership. It's beautiful, Larry. It's music to my ears when we start talking about people skills, because also often, Daryl, it's product training, it's company training, it's sales skills training, all important, all part of sales. But this is the time that we must invest in our people and bring the people skills out. You're right. To help them build those relationships with your clients and future clients, help them grow their business. It is the soft skills that yield hard dollars. And, and in today's environment, as Bill said at, at the end of this conversation, we don't really have an option. I mean, this, is, this isn't this is the old days when you could just crank and churn through salespeople. Uh, if that ever worked and it really didn't, it's not an option anymore. And this is a time where we've got to all up our game in this area. So I absolutely love this. I love the conversations around this. Um, and Larry, I'm so excited about all the things that are going on right now. The Insiders Group, if you want to join that, go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. We've got a lot of sales leaders in there, which is uh, a really, really cool community that sparks a lot of conversation. We've got new resources that'll be coming out. And uh, if you're paying attention on our social channels, you're going to see some really cool resources coming out. There's new, so many new things. I can't talk about all of them, but this is going to be a phenomenal year. It's off to a great start. And just hats off to everyone out there, all the sales leaders and all the sales professionals who are saying, yes, that's me. I want authenticity. I want a culture that is healthy uh, for my salespeople, for my clients. And, and I'm just so fired up that we get to be a part of it, Larry. I, I just look back on this whole journey, Daryl, and I go, wow, wow, wow. To see the growth, to see people standing up and saying, yes, I believe in selling from the heart. Because the more you invest, the more you invest in yourself and the more you invest in your people, the more you invest in your clients, the more you're going to be able to collect on everything that you've poured into them. Absolutely. And uh, we always, every good sales professional says <laughs> people buy from people. This is a people business. So sales leaders, we got to remember that when we're tempted to hammer on that more button. Uh, let's push oh. the Y button a few more times. No, there you go. And, and, just, and just real quick before you wrap this up, Daryl, just speaking about people, I just want to give a special shout out to our dear friend, Scott McGregor, because mm -hmm. his saying is just so true. And it sums up this podcast, people over everything people over everything. Well, thank you to everybody that's sharing the podcast. Thank you for leaving reviews on the platform on which you listen. It helps us spread the word. This is more than a conversation. This is a movement of authenticity in the sales profession. And it's time. It's time for more authenticity in this profession. So will you help us spread the word, share this episode, like, and, uh, and leave reviews on your platform that you listen to Selling from the Heart on. And until next time, keep being genuine. 
keep being authentic, keep adding real value, build a healthy sales culture, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.